This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. So today we're talking about the emotional roller coaster in education business. Now, all business is an emotional roller coaster, but I do feel that people in education business, especially ex-teachers, you know, have other issues to deal with as well that send us on such highs and such lows. Things like our money mindset and our worry about being viewed as money-grabbing businesses in education. You know, believing in ourselves and the fact that our products and services that we actually offer are worth something and are valuable. Or working with other ex-teachers who might have fixed ideas about leadership in any capacity and the balance in our heads between being helpful and making a living a real living for the value that we are giving. You know, the more your company grows, the more problems you'll have to deal with. And usually bigger problems and the emotions associated with those problems will be more intense too. So the key then is being able to manage your emotions, to step away from them where possible and see things for what they really are. So I just wanted to talk through some of the realities of it. And if you've been in business a while, then you might recognise some of them. And if you're new to this, then take this as some of the things to maybe expect. And I'm also going to share how I deal with these things as well. I just want to give a bit of a, you know, pointer that I'm not going to hold back, you know, trigger warning. I'm really going to tell you how it is. And you might find it shock, you know, or a bit scary, but it's important to tell you the truth you might not be as affected as, as I've been and that's a positive, it really is. But if you are, then I know that you'll know that it's comforting to know what my roller coaster has and still includes. And I'm going to get a bit preachy about it because I've been burned, but I want you to protect yourself. So how it is. The first thing to know is that it doesn't stop. You know, this, this emotional roller coaster. you'll be elated down in the dumps or somewhere in the middle. So if you're thinking that managing your emotions is impossible or a little bit woo, then it's going to catch up with you. And it did with me. It's like I wanted to be affected emotionally. I wanted to get caught up in what people thought of me, even when their perception was way off. And pretty much in every case, it is way off. And I thought I was justified in wanting to feel those emotions. I wanted to know what I didn't need to know and what was not helpful for me to know. Perhaps you're wondering what on earth I'm babbling on about. How can you even turn off your emotions? Well, you can't, but you can manage them by not giving too much time to the issue, not letting yourself go around in circles and not taking it personally and trying to see it for what it really is. So the next common thing on the emotional roller coaster is money worries. You'll have money worries even when it's going well. You'll wonder if it was even possible and how you managed to be part of that. Then you'll worry when things aren't going so well, like in a pandemic where the government expects you to stop charging for services for 12 months and you have to bankroll 60 salaries. It doesn't matter if it's bad or good, you'll find something to worry about. You'll feel the heavy weight of responsibility that you are solely the one accountable for your service or product, that you are responsible for other people's salaries and their mortgages. 
And each time you launch something new, you'll feel excitement and anticipation and then dread that it won't land how you think it will or that you'll be questioned and that you won't know the answers or that the trust that you've built in your community will disappear overnight. I've felt it all. And then there's the loneliness and the exclusion. Not many people will understand your business journey and less so in education, so you won't find many people to share your thoughts and worries with. And then there's the exclusion. And it starts when you set up on your own and you have no one around you, but eventually you become a leader and leaders are often excluded without anyone else even realising. It's not really something you can share and be understood for. Disbelief is one of my favourite ones, just because of the amount of things you can disbelieve. Disbelieve how horrible haters can be without even knowing you. Disbelieve you have made a success of things when you really have. Disbelieve how someone arrived at a perception of you because they think you are visible to them, but it's a perception only and you are completely misunderstood. I always remember one of my mentors saying that the more your business grows, the more you stop having good and bad days. You just have good and bad in both. And it's so true. You know, you'll have your biggest sales day ever and have to deal with the worst HR issue you've ever dealt with on the same day. It's just how it rolls. And it can feel like you're not allowed to celebrate anything, but it's your choice. You'll find out something that will hit you like a complete bombshell. There'll be no warning and you'll be told as if you knew all along. And then you'll be left to try and pick up the pieces, probably over your weekend. And the biggest one, fear, is real. Fear of not making enough sales. Fear of being an employer and what that really means. Fear of anything legal. Fear of exposure and fear of criticism. Can you see how exhausting it is? Why you have to become aware and start managing your emotions before you end up letting it really affect your health. So what can you do about it? Because if you truly want to grow, you are going to have to invite all of these problems and all of these emotions. The most important thing you can do is get to grips with perception. I honestly feel like doing this has changed my life and I'm constantly trying to get even better at it. And I do that because it protects me. It protects the way I feel. It protects the way I want to show up in the world. And it protects the way I safeguard my family. Just because other people say a thing, do a thing, think a thing, it doesn't make it true. And you don't have to defend yourself as if it is. And your perception of yourself is important too, of what you're capable of, what's possible for you and what you deserve to have. If you really want to have more, you're going to have to let go of other people's perceptions Some of them could even be made up, like your perception of someone else's perception, which is just completely crazy, right? You know, of what you already have, you're going to have to let go of other people's perceptions of what you already have, what you deserve, and the sacrifices you've made to get you to where you are. If you feel you need to justify, then there's work to do. And I'm still working on that. So as you interact with more people, perception will become bigger and bigger in your life. So you need to be so aware of it. Like Neo is aware of code in the Matrix. You literally need to see it. Without judging, without commenting, 
just knowing that it's something you now understand that others may not. If you've listened to any of my other episodes, you'll know that I'm big on personal development and this is it. This is what it's for to navigate big stuff like this, emotional roller coasters. The second most important thing is to understand your responsibility. In other words, you're not responsible. We do it all the time. We take responsibility for a school not being able to pay, so we reduce the price. For a colleague's financial situation, for a person's perception of us that isn't remotely near the truth. And I've been working on my sense of responsibility for well over a year now, working out what I'm truly responsible for and what I've been holding myself responsible for. And it got to a really shaky place before I started the work. And now it's almost a daily conversation that I have with myself, something that I observe myself navigating. I ask myself where I'm trying to take responsibility for things that are not mine to take. When I do try to take responsibility for things that are not mine, that's where I see the emotions ramp up. Thirdly, the mindset skills needed are huge. You have to keep working on your mindset. And I didn't realise this till I was out of my depth. You have to constantly find the energy and the drive within yourself. It doesn't come from an outside source. You feel like you're giving more and more to your business than you're managing to top yourself up with. And if that's you and you haven't listened you know, to the episode before this, which is number 28, then go and listen because as an entrepreneur, you need time to switch off and be able to fill your cup up. So to fill myself up in order to be able to give, I've created myself this little toolkit that I dip into as and when needed. In four of the things in my toolkit are meditation, giving myself space, walks alone and journaling. So yep, you might be finding it a bit woo, but you have to find ways to look after yourself and top yourself up. And I tap into things in my toolkit when I know I need filling up. Fifth then, Perhaps this is a little advanced, but it's very powerful. Learn to deal with the emotion straight away. This could be by having that difficult conversation immediately, journaling about it, tapping, but doing something to get that feeling of soul dread out of your system and being able to move on without your brain using it as a memory that it constantly likes to revisit. Because if you don't deal with the emotion straight away, it can throw you off track. You could end up not being able to work that day, not being able to do inspired work. So what I can say is that if you were trying to action my five points, it does get better over time. You begin to care less because you understand what's important to care about. And you have to start, you know, with more faith that things will work out in the end. I feel like this podcast episode has kind of been therapy for me in in some ways to get out some of the things that we're not allowed to talk about, the things that we're not allowed to share. You know, we're supposed to be strong and live up to a perception that is not even created by us. So if you are struggling with the emotions of business, I want you to know that you can always send me a message, you know, a voice message, a a written message, and I'll read it or I'll listen and I'll respond because I don't want you to feel alone. And if this is really helpful, then Education Business Club is launching and I'm so excited. It actually launches in two days. It's going to be live on Wednesday. I'm so excited because this is just going to be an amazing community of education entrepreneurs who can come together, learn from each other and build relationships with people 
who understand our niche sector, which is education business, obviously, where these two worlds often collide. So to find out more information about it and be able to you know, join the club on Wednesday, it's educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash beta club and you'll find all the information you need and hopefully I'm going to see you inside the club and on the first call soon. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.